Oh, the gossip. Yeah, that'll still be there. Oh, thank my rainbows. Great. Let's get started. Hand me a glue stick and the glitter. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. Hi, Dan. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Today is fabulous. Today is Wednesday, uh, March. It's Pi Day, 314. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about it's that. It's 314. It's National uh, Pie Symbol Day. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That is because I thought it was like yesterday was like Potato Chip Day or something was like that. Was it this. really? Yeah. National <laughs> Potato Chip Day. Better Made was giving out potato chips for a year supply. Interesting. Which is always like puzzling for me because me being a big person, <laughs> my year supply could be quite a lot. Right. And <laughs> you're wondering, <laughs> it's sort of like, are they just trying to get rid of the stock? Right. Like, exactly. Good know, point. I didn't think about that. You know, that's that's really interesting. It reminds me of, um, of potato chips. We have some guests with us today. Yeah. <laughs> So where are the not sp- that's, that's right. right. <laughs> not spuds, studs. That's, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> but we're graced with David. He uh, decided, can you believe it? He just came back after I, last week. Yeah, I, I was know. in town again, so I thought I'd stop in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just, I just, <laughs> and we're happy that he's here. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you very much. It's nice of you. And we're also joined by um, a lovely presence. Absolutely. Dr. Sylvia. Yes. Hello, Dr. Sylvia, Sylvia Hacker. S- Sylvia on sex is mm-hmm. the name of the column. We're gonna, I'm going to have right. the newsletter. Off- SOS. SOS. Sylvia oh, on sex. Oh, good job. So we're going to check in with Sylvia uh, during the second second uh, third of our show. Exactly. That's right. So, <laughs> so and the third third. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you got to get a pen and paper. So I hope you're listening because we are going to do lightning trivia yes and so you need to now write this down is you want to uh, be able to call us at 734-763-3500 that's right so you call in and you try to get 10 oh you know simple ish questions correct about <laughs> they have to get 10 th- all 10 all t- oh my goodness <laughs> i know i'm very demanding. oh i hate tests i know <laughs> um and and so you get 10 correct and you get a fabulous prize absolutely yeah so listen for that folks yes and so definitely 763 3500 uh-huh. get that pen and paper ready get that phone ready and it's going to be on the third quarter of our uh, third quarter yeah wait, wait, third, the, the, third, the third, uh, third half the third half that's yes, right exactly that's right. so how's your week dave? oh my dan? dave go for it dave dan i was dave dan oh, is where uh, i was going my week uh fly any planes lately uh, no no actually i haven't uh, not this week oh mm. yeah that's probably was with us we were we were plan <laughs> b right. did that you is- ever see <laughs> have you ever seen those i was a boy scout <clears throat> uh-huh. i was a boy scout too did you did you get Boys Life? Yes, I did. Did you ever order a plane from the back of Boys Life? No. What kind of plane was it? I don't know. You sort of build it in your garage <clears> and then you fly it. No, I I never did that. I was looking at other things in Boys Life. Right. Okay. You know, <laughs> the, I, the trees and you know, tents. And... You know, actually, <laughs> in in <clears throat> in my troop, I was in Troop Four, and uh, our troop met at the First United Methodist Church right downtown Ann Arbor. Oh. And uh, is was, Troop Four still around? I think so. Yeah, I think they're one of the oldest troops in the city. Actually, wow. um, and it was a lot of fun. We went on campouts, and we did we did wintertime campouts, we did summertime campouts, and one of the things we often did during the warm weather at our meetings was we would play a game called British Bulldog. British Bulldog right. was where there would be two you know two two opposing teams, 
and there was some I think there was a there was a football or something involved in a flag and some you had to run across and knock each sort. other down and, or and you had to do it on your knees or something or the tall kids had to do it on their knees or something so, okay. like that right. well but, I've always yeah. done it on my knees yeah. but, <laughs> but I'm bumped balls and but, uh, British and... but the thing that I liked most Listen. about the game actually I didn't like playing the game at all as much as I like roughhousing and, and wrestling but yes um, yes <laughs> but what I did like most of all about the game was that in order to differentiate one team from another one team was shirts yes. the other t- side was skins yes and so and you know here I, i'm just a little boy at the, uh-huh. in, in the in the scouts at this time but i still had a certain attraction to other boys absolutely and yep. and it was it was most interesting to look at Boys without their shirts on, yes, who were also my age too. So it's not like, and you don't remember what the game's about at all, do you? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) But we did. But uh, I didn't. (laughs) I I wasn't in it for the sport. I was just really in it. I just enjoyed a different sport, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, ever since he's been really good at balls playing his (laughs) face. I I had no idea what gay was back then. Absolutely no concept of it. Right. And 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 I certainly didn't watch the news. I didn't hear political announcements. But nevertheless. This was a part of my makeup. It was totally natural. Yeah, it is. I didn't get touched by anyone. I was once in New York City on Times, uh, in Times Square, and it was. I think at that time it was during the. Uh, the gay games, I think, that were in New York City. And that was, wow. I think this was, again, like 10 years ago, right? Right, right. That's, uh, I'm living in the past. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, we were coming across, my friend and I were walking down the sidewalk, and there was this uh, collection of people, and they were religious zealots, essentially. Oh. They were, they had their, they had Bibles. and. Mm. Are there any other sorts of zealots? I mean. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, and, and they were, they were, they were promoting essentially that homosexuality bad, gay yeah. people bad, you know, God punishing, you, you, you know, whatever. All those, you've met those old party lines. <laughs> <laughs> that's another show. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and so one of the, and you know, my friend and I were trying to approach a very logical argument argument with him and saying, well, this isn't true because this, this, and this, and why would you say this? And it doesn't make sense. And they weren't interested in things making sense. They weren't interested in logic, in my opinion. And so one of the women asked me, she said, when were you touched? (gasps) And I said, what? (laughs) <laughs> she said, "When? What? How old were you when you were first touched by, and you were by like, another man? Oh. You know, as if I had been somehow sexually right. um, molested or something, right. and that was what made people gay. Is that somehow right. in their past? They had She's some probably type of wondering because she had never been touched by another man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, who knows? But uh, but we couldn't really get past that barrier because yeah. she was she was so dead set in her thing. Yes, and." Um, we, we couldn't work with it. We couldn't, and we, we tried, we spent hours talking to these people on Times Square trying to say, you know, you're wrong. This is not how, yeah. we don't do this. You're, you have misconceptions here. This is how we are. We're regular people. Oh, and yeah. she wasn't willing to listen to it. I know. That's yeah. the sad part. Yeah, yes. that is the sad part. That's the and, sad part. But, and, and, but yet they still expect you to listen to them. That's the part that yeah. gets me. It's like, to, for listening or, <laughs> no. it contain, the, or conversation contains the both worst ways. part. But the they worst, know the truth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the worst part is that their own political opinion and message isn't strong enough, so what they bring in is a historical religious text as if that is somehow supporting their opinion of discrimination and 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 just basically wrong Absolutely. Um, of course it's uh, right. practice. 
Mm-hmm. So that was the worst thing. I don't oh, mind. Yeah. I don't mind people disagreeing with me or, or or being or thinking that gay is maybe not right, but bringing in a document which is entirely yeah uh, mis- misused. Yes. It's not. It's not the thing. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, that's and even like retelling history that is. That it, that definitely from a, um, a anti-gay point of view. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that's where. And I'm sorry, I'm going to jump in right here because yeah. this is one of the things I've been waiting for the show all week to talk oh, about. You're, you're, <laughs> oh. I am like, I went and saw 300 this weekend. Oh, how was that? The story could have been absolutely incredible. Is that it could have been, could have been, you know, it could have been about men. I mean, one of the, I have to admit, Sylvia, I, I went to it because I heard there was a bunch of men that only wore bikinis, and that was the most they had on. And they, um, and they have capes too, and capes and strong muscles and things. And I thought, ooh, and they're going to rustle. This you is going to be great. Go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Go. You know, and Greek men especially. I thought this is going to be fabulous. And I went. Then they're going to be bonding. And I love like you know. I, I have to admit, I'm a chick flick type of guy. Mm. I mm. love the bonding between people and all these different things but i didn't and i and i can put up with the gore sometimes to get through the male bonding that happens and stuff of of but this one i would thought it was propaganda in what way in what way is that they had these strong white muscular um very virile um very confident men um, who was portrayed by um, someone who had um, uh, a disability, had a, a, a gait that was off, that had a big hump and deformed body, um, had a face that wasn't beautiful, um, and was the one who uh, was the traitor who gave away the, uh, the, their weakness um, and their defense. And two, a group of now. Now I understand that there were Persians, and this is an actual true story. It was about the Greeks who fought the Persians. Yeah. In 480 BC, um, that um, the Persians that they were fighting, um, I thought, okay, well, I can kind of understand. And they had masks on, and I thought, oh, this is not too bad. But then, as soon as they took the mask off, it was definitely a face of someone from middle from the Middle East. Now I understand Persian, I- Iran, things like this. But when I saw it, the first thing I went through was like, because I was with some other family um, uh, men if, uh, that I was with in the movie, and I instantly thought, they're not going to make the link. They're not going to know that these are Persians, not Arabs, not mm. Saudi Arabians, mm. not Iraqi, not, you know, things are, or Afghani. They're going to instantly think the people were fighting. And guess what the conversation was after the movie? It's just like those terrorists. Mm. And I just said that even though we only have a few men there, you know, we're fighting an entire world, you know, against us. And I just sat there like, okay, so it's always the people with disabilities or the people that um, that are not as able bodied as as some folks are, were the ones that were the traitors that are giving away to the, you know, the terrorists of the of the world. Um and I sat there and I was just like, oh my gosh, how many stereotypes can you put into this <laughs> oh, movie? Yeah, the- you know, I was just like, and, and then when I found out Monday morning, it was the highest grossing um, film for, for March. Mm-hmm. I was like, they got their money's worth. <laughs> Whoever funded this propaganda definitely got their money's worth. And it was an interesting movie. I mean, there were some questions that I had about... You know, masculinity and maleness and things like this that I was able to actually talk about with oh, some of my, good. which really was wonderful. That's you know, with good. some of the my family members, but but 
the main conversation that came out after that was was especially with a nephew that is just entering I, I and I think he's entering adulthood being that he's, you know, late teens. Um, rather than some people think adulthood being, you know, <laughs> 12, 13. Um, he, his thoughts around it um, were how... Because it even, like, dominated the women, you know? And, they, and I just sat there, like, and there is one part of the movie that I thought was really great where, you know, how could a woman... And, and I was really happy she said it, actually, is, you know, the messenger came to the king to talk about stuff, and his wife responded. Mm-hmm. Um, and the messenger was like, how do you dare allow a woman to talk among men? And she turned and says, because we give birth to these men. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought... <clears throat> That was a little, you know, I was like, yeah. oh, good for you. That could have given her the death penalty right there. Uh, oh, absolutely, you know, <laughs> and I just thought, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Times have changed. Oh, yeah. hello. But yeah. I thought, like, wow. I mean, this was, you know, we're, you know, the sacrifices that women have to go through to, you know, just to be equal. And I just sat there like... I don't know if I if I really particularly care for this. You know, yeah. I, it was it was the the after afterwards, I I, I thought, wow, this just really I, this was a perfect movie. I think if I was in a class uh, teaching about isms and things like this, I would show this movie That's and have right. a conversation yeah. about it yeah, because sure. it just showed everything about women, about people with disabilities, people of color, people of. <laughs> Um, they're Arabic or Middle Eastern, I should say, because there's, there's a difference between Persians and the Arabs. But there's, you know, and how we, you know, deal with being able-bodied and, and um, you know, what, and, and even the sense of, oh, and the common theme between it was, was always about freedom. And I kept thinking of, you know, the army of one. I mean, that's, that's all I kept thinking of was just like, this is a great military movie. And, and... Yeah. So I was just, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. But it was and provocative. and as you know. It was. It kept my attention. I okay. have to admit. Yeah. The so whole it's time. A, you recommend it as a, a seeing it, and you recommend seeing it on the big screen? or um, You know, the only way to probably see it would be on the big screen. Yeah. Because of, the, the, of some of the camera angles that they have and the swooping things. Yeah. Well, actually, no. I think I, I think recommend seeing it with knowing, knowing that. Knowing, knowing that. Knowing that. what what you're seeing because I didn't catch on until I realized that there were different people than that were white showed up on the screen suddenly, Yeah, you know, and how, um, uh, and it even brought up, I mean, for me, it brought up questions of how could you be thinking this way? You know, how can you be thinking about, how could you be so focused that you're willing to give up your life, you know, to, you know, for a losing cause, mm-hmm. you know, um, but you're talking about human nature, you see. Well, and that's exactly it. your human nature, and also they were bred to do this. Of course. Which was yeah. part of, of you know, I started thinking of sometimes of our conversation we just had of you know sometimes this is the 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 religious zealots are are bred that way. Bred yes, that way. Mm-hmm. You're brought up to think this way. You're brought up to be able to you know fight for this cause this way and. Boom! Look what happens, and it's, so yeah. So I was very. It, it woke me up again. Of like, yeah, sounds like it was a powerful film for you. It, it was a power. It was a powerful yeah. movie. Yeah, a powerful movie in the sense of it was another reality check of like, yeah. oh, we still have so much work yeah, to do. Yeah. Weren't we you just know? talking last week about having to keep our guard up, and yeah. and it just never ends. No, yes. never ends. <laughs> Absolutely, we've got to constantly be checking, That's and right. and right. and when someone says something. 
uh, derogatory. That's we. You have to stay. It's, it's troublesome. It's, a, it's, it's, it's awkward. It takes energy yes. and time, and yes. you'd rather somebody else do it. But by God, you've got to stand no, up and good say that you do that. that's wrong. You're wrong. That's and right. here's why, yeah, you know. Absolutely. And you have to constantly right. fight. Be vigilant. Yeah. Yes. Be vigilant, yes. And we haven't been very vigilant, I have to admit, with Gabe here. What's that? This is three weeks in a row. I have We've gotten to the, you know, 15, 15 minutes after, and we never asked you how your week went. <laughs> oh. oh, really? <laughs> we've never asked you. Is that true? Weeks. I haven't really asked. How was Gabe's week? Let's find out. Yes. Um, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. we can move on now. So. <laughs> That was very enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah, I feel very enthusiastic. No, it was it was okay. No, okay. it was good. I've um, it's been a busy week at the office as always, and um, um, we're we're trying to as you as you all said, be vigilant and keep our guard up around a lot of issues going around uh, the Washtenaw County um, area. Um, but it is Pride. We're celebrating Absolutely. Pride. Absolutely, that's great. So we reserve both um, U of M and Eastern are, are getting are getting their Pride on. Absolutely, yeah. definitely. Um, so there's all sorts of really awesome movie showings and celebrations going on for the LG- LGBTQ um, and ally-identified community, both at U of M and EMU. So so get out there and celebrate Pride. And quite a, a variety of different things, I noticed. Definitely. I mean, it's not just film or the traditional kissing that we have. Or things, I mean, but those things is... are still there. But yes. we're definitely, there's a, on Friday here at U of M, we're having something called the Gay Amazing Race. Yes. Which is uh, uh, a campus-wide scavenger hunt. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and and um, we're also having our kiss-in on Friday. The queer kiss-in? The queer kiss-in. Oh, the, the queer right. kiss-in. Um, and, you know, <clears throat> some people are like, why would you do a kiss-in? Or people really need to do that. But, yes, absolutely. We need to show people that there's still a community here. And we need to force, we need to wake him up a little, right? Well, especially when I was at the bar the other night, and we were we were at a bar that's very accepting of folks in the area, and um, it's a traditionally straight bar. Um, and um, so there was some friends that were there, whatever, and an argument uh, occurred when one of the the partners that were there went to go grab his partner's hand as they were walking out, yeah. and the partner took his hand away and said, "Don't." Not in public. Oh, wow! And I and Whoa. and the straight <clears throat> people that we were with were like, "Well, wait a minute! Ann Arbor's a safe place. It's like a gay mecca of <clears throat> Michigan." And no, it was I don't like, "I know about that." Yes, you know, exactly. That's you know, you're right. And the problem is that that many people, first of all, are become complacent. They yes. they spend some time here in Ann Arbor, and uh, they think, "Well, everything's fine. We don't have to be proactive or keep our guard up or anything." And the other side of it is that people are still fairly panicked. And I'll tell you, I was in Sagatuck just this past summer, which is supposed to also be a gay mecca, right? It's supposed to be kind of a a nice, big, gay hangout. Well, you know what? I was there during the week, and it's not like that during the week. It's it's a gay mecca on the weekends. During the week, the straights come in. Oh! (laughs) And they're they're there. And I have nothing against against male-female couples. I have nothing against straight people. And I have nothing against babies and strollers. But (laughs) they were there. Yes. They were. It, just, it was like going to Briarwood Mall and wow. or going to art fair, and they're there pushing their thing. And I was crossing the street, going to a restaurant uh, to meet some gay friends, and uh-huh. I hear the guy talking to who I believe was his girlfriend. They were pushing a stroller with a baby in it, and he says, "You know about this town, don't you?" Oh. 
and I and uh, I just like stopped in the middle of the street, you know, like ready to be hit by a bus because I I felt like I was just hit by a bus. Actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm thinking, oh my god, you know. And here, this is supposed to be a town in a season. This was yes. like the, during the summertime when gay is is everywhere, and right. you need actually a flag on your car that says, or maybe you need a flag that says straight, yeah. because yeah. you just assume that everybody in the town is just more absolutely lo- understanding loose, or or just not going to limit themselves to being straight. But right. anyway. Right. Uh, you, you can think that you're in a safe town, and you're really not. And and that's again why vigilant. we got to keep our guard up. Got to yeah. keep, got to stay vigilant be because just spend some time in other towns. Go go over to Grayling, Michigan, or oh, yeah. or Saginaw, or yeah. up in the Upper Peninsula somewhere, right. and you're not going to have the security. Brighton, sure. It's closer, yeah. Ypsilanti, for God's sake. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's not. You're not going to have the same <laughs> sense of acceptance. That's true. Here that you're going to have like in, in Ann Arbor, yeah. and and even though we have this level of acceptance, Dan, as you were saying, yeah. people don't feel secure. Absolutely. So if they don't feel secure in a town like the where the University of Michigan is, where yeah. we have uh, all these support systems in place, where we have gay radio shows, where we have uh, gay social yes. uh, yeah. groups meeting, newsletters, and yes. where where are you going to feel safe then? Absolutely. But that's the thing. But but when you when I said you were talking about human nature. Mm. Uh, what you you recognize, no matter what you see. And last week, they had on the History Channel a history of sexuality. It was marvelous. They had three separate, uh, show, uh, not showings, but uh, parts mm-hmm. to the whole p- program. And what do you learn? That as soon as somebody's different from you, and this has been historically true, you, it's they're threatened. Yes. Human beings mm-hmm. are threatened. So they, what they do is they get their little groups together, mm-hmm. and they create mayhem. Yes. And I thought, it's always they been fight a- it. They they fight change. They yes. fight. That's right. Yeah. But you know what gets me when I first came here? Now I was going to be training to be on the speakers bureau uh-huh. before I became sick. You know, and I had mm-hmm. to bow mm-hmm. out. But um, using the word queer, I always thought. That that was a pejorative a, word. A pejorative yeah. word, and uh, so I'm thinking that why should we promote a pejorative word? But what you want to do is get no- get it normalized. Yes. Is that what you're trying Absolutely. to do? Absolutely. Okay, because I kept questioning. That. Yeah, yes. and and uh, you know not everyone accepts the, still accepts the word queer. I think there's a there's a whole generation of people of LGBT folks who still Even remember. They, the word queer is a very pejorative, it hurtful word. It was a pejorative yeah. word, yes, always. So I was so startled Absolutely. when I saw that. And so, they, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people I work with, they say, like, oh, it's a clean word. Yeah. Um, but even then, <clears throat> not everyone accepts yeah, the yeah. word queer. And you know the example I always give is, like, so I often complain about my brother sometimes. <laughs> and I will use I can't wait for these stories. Such, <laughs> I will use words like lazy. And uh-huh. good for nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he's yeah. using the words to empower. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and I'll say these things about my brother um, to my friends, but the second my friends say, "God, your brother's so lazy," I'm like, "Oh, you oh no, you didn't." <laughs> I'm like, "You don't know my brother," like you know, as if I hadn't just said those things an hour ago, right? So that's that's sort of like the word queer. You right? defend After, your group. So people are often like, "Can I use the word queer?" I'm like, "No, you can't." Yeah. It's, 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 it's in, in a way, it's really for within the culture. And That's right. my, That's I have right. a, I have a friend who's Jewish, and he asked me. He's he's a straight straight guy, um, and he, he in light of the Ann Coulter comment about oh, uh, oh Ann about uh, she's 
Uh, yeah. 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 She's a Michigan well, grad. So she. Uh, so this friend of mine asked me. He said, "Well, you know, I is it okay for me to use the word fag?" He was saying, "Can he use it with when he's talking with his with his gay friends?" And I said, "Well." Not really, because it's something that we sort of use within, um, and and it and it's it, sort of if, up to your gay friends, right? It, yeah, it yeah. is, and and uh, if you know if you use it, it can it can even though as as friendly and as accepting as you are, it just can it's just yeah. you just it's not you're not part of the culture. Context, right. is, there's everything, yeah. right? It, it lingers; those pejorative meanings linger yes. and linger, and it takes a long time for the change to occur. Right. Yeah. So that's why, and I think it's good for to keep it within the co- within the group. Yeah. If, <laughs> if 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 and if we if we say it to if it's, if it's used within the culture, it's kind of a pet name. Of course. Right. right? Of course. Um, if it's used. From the outside going in, yes. it becomes an insult. And, but even within the culture, I think there's still pockets of people. Like I, I know that a lot of people of color who do not accept the word queer. That is true. So, so it really does depend on. It's really hard to find words. Words are Very difficult, hard. right? Yes. Yeah. Honestly, so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't identify myself like that. Sure. Yeah. So. Well, but, I mean, I come from a, a family. Uh, I was brought up Jewish, and we have the same thing. Mm-hmm. Certain words we can use among us. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you don't spread the detrimental meanings mm-hmm. you know sure. we're always very careful so it, it's yeah. but soon someday it's all going to be normalized because i'm going to stamp out mm-hmm. ignorance and hopefully That's be a big job <laughs> yes, and, and hopefully it's not going to be detrimental for you to write down this phone number 734-763-3500 so you can call in later in the show when we have we're going to be celebrating trivia, pride week right. exactly for right. our gay trivia uh-huh. so 763-3500 put it in your cell phone right now 763-3500 don't want to miss out absolutely miss out. not the other thing you don't want to miss is is our next segment we're going to talk with sylvia okay Um, So when we come back, we're going to have Sylvia in the spotlight. Oh, great. (laughs) Okay. Hi, this is Kate Brindle from Eastern Michigan University's Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Resource Center. Check out Closets Are for Clothes on Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. right here on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Came up, which is just oh. off. Which is great, side. and we oh, are on. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, hey, we're back. <laughs> so we're back to listening to Closets hey. for Clothes on WCBN FM 88.3 Ann Arbor. And so here's the deal, folks. Um, it's Pride. And it's, we're proud to celebrate it. And um, we have with us Sylvia, yes. Dr. Sylvia, um, celebrated sexologist. Celebrate. Celebrated. And yes, I'm yep. uh, highly esteemed. Highly <laughs> esteemed. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> you know that exactly. Sue Johansson person on, re- on the TV? Sylvia was uh, taught her everything she knew. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and you know, uh, author. She's been on t- cable television, Everything. lectures in public health and sexuality. Um, 
So we're happy to have Sylvia with us. Thank and, you. And, and she's also, um, one of the reasons, the big reasons why um, we're having her here is because she's a part of a newsletter now, too. Yes, yes. Right, on the newsletter. So the uh, U of M LGBT newsletter, There's you'll see a little link that says SOS. Yes, that's Sylvia. And that does not mean that I need to be saved. <laughs> um, but it does mean that you need to read what Sylvia, she needs to get her wisdom on, okay? Yes, yes. So Sylvia on sex. That's so. what it means, yeah. Excellent. Absolutely. But um, I thought I could introduce myself by saying, how the heck did I get into this field? Yeah. How, and, like, how did you discover sex, Sylvia? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. When I uh, was going to school to prepare for my future, I loved languages, okay? So then my, and this was about the 1800s. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it was just last week, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so now I remember, I decided I was going to major in languages, French and Spanish mm. and Latin and so on. So when I went to my advisor, and I, he said, well, what would you like to major in? I said, I thought languages because I'm very good at that. So he said, but you can't get a job in that field, except if you want to be a teacher. There was nothing outside of teaching for languages. What else do you like? <laughs> so I said, well, I'm also very good in biology. He said, now that has possibilities. And that was before they discovered all the um, things like the electron microscope and so on. But he thought it was a growing field. So I said, okay, <laughs> okay, I think I'll major in biology. He talked This me biology into, thing, it sounds new. It sounds <laughs> interesting. It might catch on. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was saying. You know, and he was a very bright man, and I liked him. And I said, all right, so I'll go major in biology. <laughs> well, that was the most marvelous thing I ever did. Because not only did I because, uh, major in it and get a degree in biology and start teaching it. But what I learned is the principle of variability from hmm. biology. And it stood me in such great stead because when I started teaching and I used that, it can be applied across every human trait. Really? The sense, the, the, the every trait that we have as human beings falls on a bell curve. Wow. Everything. So I said, why not sexual orientation? Absolutely. And I especially became extremely um, adamant about it because my own, one of my daughters is, is um, lesbian and my nephew is gay mm -hmm. and they're wonderful people. And I said, listen, I have to open my mouth. I'm in the, I have a, I have a stage. I should take advantage of that. Oh. And you're also protecting your family too. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because they need it. They you need know? it. And I, but I knew, but I was so happy because the evidence that I had from my mm. scientific studies was so strong. Yeah. I, I have to absolutely disseminate that. Yes. So that's what I did. And when I started the courses at the University in Human Sexuality, uh, I included in it the normalcy of all sexual orientation. Now, how did they that, how did they react to that? Yeah, that must have been well, pretty radical. Oh, back I used then. to get enormous numbers of questions and a lot of epithets. Mm. <laughs> but you know, I felt so secure about the data and the research that supports it. Biological, psychological and sociological research about variability among all traits. I said, come on, fellas. Yeah. And where did this disliking and disgust come from? Because of the interpretation of the extreme right, who have tied themselves into one of the Bible um, 
interpretations. Mm -hmm. It's only one interpretation that mm -hmm. this is wrong, and it's been spread through history mm. because it's very suspect that sex was t brought up, brought in to the religion as the most horrible thing you could do. Made it right. evil, right? Made evil. sex evil. Totally. And, 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 next, and yet, when you look at it, that you can understand. Because next to hunger, it's the biggest drive. So oh. when you look at St. Augustine, some of these other guys. Oh, St. Augustine, who happens to be one of my patron saints, by the way. Oh. Uh, has, really? Uh -huh. <laughs> Lord, give me chastity, but not yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's his. Yes. That's his. Because he was quite a guy. <laughs> he was. He was quite the womanizer. Yes, he, had he was. several children out of wedlock. And oh, he's one yes. of our Catholic Church fathers. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so when you get to know the history, you start suspecting. And then I studied all kinds of uh, history about religion. And you realize that nothing has died in the wool. I mean, here are these incredible... Uh, things you're not supposed to do, they're out now, see? So they dropped them. So come on. Right. Oh. Right. <laughs> right. Like, for example, like in the Bible, it says that, you know, people can't wear two different types of cloth. That's right? correct. I'm currently wearing <clears throat> denim and, and cotton. And oh. it says they shall be put to death. That's right. Yes. That's how bad uh, it is. And yes. wives had to jump into the grave with their husbands. Yeah. and That was in the Bible. Oh, absolutely. So I'm saying it changes. We have constant change. That's true. And what I'm <clears throat> saying to people who are screaming these idiot things is just open up your mind. I don't care what you think, mm -hmm. but if we compare what our data are, if we compare, you can come to one conclusion, and I come to, come to another. But if we don't look at the evidence, what so, do you, where you So where from? can you get that evidence? I mean, that's one of the things okay. like, you know, I would love to tell people. Resources. Yeah, yes, where those resources. resources are, yeah. Yes, but and as I said, biology, I, I um, have given a lot of people bi just plain old biology texts to study the, um, the genetic uh, blueprints that we have for every darn trait. And everything falls on a bell curve. Now, with a reference to um, sexual orientation, we don't have the data because we never went around and got honest answers through the country to find out who mm -hmm. considers himself queer or gay oh. or whatever. So we don't have it, but we can extrapolate from the other uh, factors mm -hmm. that we all have as human beings. And so, you know, so to me, I I put together, I have a book that I was that I wrote, uh, oh, gee, when was it? God, almost 10 years ago. And I wrote it for teenagers because they're the ones who are asking all these questions. Yes, and they were feeling so rotten yes. if they suspected anything. Yeah. So I wrote the book and I put out as in one of the chapters the whole bell curve. And, and except I said, since I don't have the data, I can't put it into a regular biological curve. I straightened it out. I said, here's what you have. On one end, you have 100% homosexuality. On the other end, you have 100% hetero. In between, you have every goddamn variation known to mankind. Absolutely. <laughs> Everything. And I, 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 that was a whole chapter. And people are still asking me to copy out the chapter. <clears throat> yeah, that's great. So, uh, and, and the book is called What Every Teenager Wants to Know About Sex. Really wants to know. Really wants to know about <laughs> sex. And it's by Dr. Sylvia Hacker. Yes. And it's available uh, wherever you can buy books. No, no. They, uh, they went out of print, but you can oh, get it on Amazon. Yeah, you can, and you can still get it. Yeah, you can oh, get it online. Yeah, right. You can find it. Recently, a lot of people got it on Amazon for only 10 bucks. I mean, that was 
fantastic. It's a, it's a uh, yeah, paperback. Mm-hmm. I even brought it so you could take a look at it. Oh, well, look at that. Well, we'll show it to the listeners. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sylvia, what else What else did you tell your What really surprised your What else really surprised your students over the years? Or or what were, you, you talk about variability and, yeah, there's, yes. there's a scale and everything in between. So yes. What else was there? Well, now, because we we are in a in an anti-sexual society, mm-hmm. of all the uh, of all the uh, uh, what do you call it, industrialized nations in the world, we have the greatest occurrence of sexually transmitted diseases and pregnancy. Of really, the, the least is in the Netherlands. Because they talk about sex, they teach about sex, they enjoy nudity. They, I mean, they love the human body. And kids grow up knowing that. Whereas here, everything's dirty. So if you put it in that kind of a framework, Absolutely. Uh, everyone's scared to death. And, and anything I said, I remember... Uh, um, when I started talking about masturbation and its normalcy and all of these things, you can't believe People almost fell off the chairs. <laughs> wow. And th- what I do when I go to talk to young people is I give them three by five cards. I say, ask any question you want. It's anonymous. I will, um, uh, what do you call it? shuffle them up yep. and I'll answer it. Nobody mm. will know you wrote anything. Mm-hmm. So one of the funniest uh, questions I got was, how can I get my partner to have an organism? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now, like a seahorse? <laughs> <laughs> you want your partner to have a seahorse? So I wrote organism on the board, and then I wrote orgasm on the board. We straightened that out. <laughs> they couldn't get over it. Absolutely. nobody ever said those words to them in their entire education. Huh. Right, right. I mean, well, and that's one of the things I was. I'm on a, a teen health coalition, and that's one of the things that they're talking about. Yes, yes. Is that the, one of the, we did an assessment or a focus group, and one of the things that they said is like, "Thanks for the sex education, but we don't want it just to be. I think it's didactic, where you just just tell us about it. That's right. That's we right. we want to have questions about it. We want to interact with you. Absolutely. We want to ask you the real questions. And I, so so that's kind of a, is what are you wanting to do with your newsletter? Um, that's with, what I want to do with the newsletter. I want people to send in questions. Oh yeah, send in questions, and I will answer it. And I have the data. I can yeah. furnish the the re, the research that's been done and all the readings that you can do on. Yeah, can we say again how to access the newsletter and, and how yeah, to, so how yes, to ask her a question? Yes, please go to www. forward slash squiggle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, LGBTA, and it's right there, a newsletter. Yes. LGBTA at U of M. And, you know, it's really funny, like, that, that question and answer thing, the organism thing. You know, when I was in when I, my first sex ed class at St. Ambrose Catholic School in St. <laughs> Louis, Missouri. Wow. That would be interesting. Yeah. What, was what, what was taught by, um, uh, by Mrs. Ruth Mayhew. <laughs> and she, that her mantra was, if I'm not laughing, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Our sex ed class was this is a zygote and this is what happens chromosomally. That's right. That's right. So a wow. lot of us were like, um, That's right. so you go straight to zygote? Like, I, you know, we didn't, what, like, you know, we talked about ovaries and yeah. we talked about ovums, which is all relevant, right? But it tells you nothing about sex. Yeah, you were really talking about the physiological right. aspect. Yes. And that was sex in, ed. In very, uh-huh. in very, Basic terms, right? Yeah. Well, and my colleague calls sex, calls sex education in this country the relentless pursuit of the fallopian tubes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's right. It's well, it's funny that you say that because you know when we uh, <laughs> several years ago 
um, we, you know, we we talked. About, I was talking with a friend um, who thought he said that he thought the fallopian tubes were huge because they've always been really blown up on yeah. the screen, right? <laughs> they're like, how do they fit in the womb? It's like, they're, wait, they're, they're on the ri- shoulder blades. That's exactly. <laughs> they're like, aren't they as big as shoulder blades? And we're like, no, dear. But, <laughs> but look at last week. What a fuss there was because some book said the word scrotum. Oh, yes. Oh, my god. Oh, I didn't goodness. hear about this. Oh, yeah. There was a kid's book. It was more of a, a teenage book. I mean, yes, to me, they're teenage. kids, but it was more of it for teenagers. That's right. And um, the, the author wrote uh, this where the, 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 the person in the, in the car leaped from the car because a, um, a snake was in the car Hi. and bit his scrotum. That's right. I said, what? You should tell the kids what that is. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, we well yeah, we should know so that we can <laughs> protect it. <laughs> that would have been a good answer. You know? <laughs> oh, I was more getting over the fact that I would have jumped because the, the snake bit me. But I mean, that would have been another situation. But, uh, no, but you can't say yeah. that word. You can yeah. t- say anything. You can show mayhem and killing and blood and all sorts of But, but not a scrotum. About. No. Oh, They're evil. You know. It's very evil. <laughs> so anything about sex is so awful that in, in the light of that, our education has been messed up right. and everybody's scared to death. And as a result of it being squelched, right. you get a lot of, of um, uh, people who take advantage of it. And right. they do things in secret and they do naughty things because they're going to show you. Absolutely. And it, they don't have a sense of what morality is. You and know, there's a way to normalize it without without vilifying it or making it dirty, right? Absolutely. That's the key. Mm-hmm. That's the key. I'm saying we're sexual creatures from birth to death. And one of my students said from, from uh, uh, let's see, how did he put it? It was very cute. Wait. I said birth to death. And he said to um, from sperm to the worm. Uh, now you have to admit that. I said, yeah, we're sexual from the sperm to the worm. And if we recognize and learn how to deal with it, we won't get into this mayhem. Right. Okay, I have a question for Dr. Hacker. Go. Oh, there you yeah. go. You may ask. Okay, thank you. Where does sex fit in with love? That's a wonderful question. Because what I used to do is say, hey, it's natural for us to get those hormones at some point in our life. And that's what starts the sexual attraction. But that's in your gut, okay? Everyone goes through that. Most everyone Mm -hmm, goes through that. But we misinterpret it as love Mm. because it's such a turn-on and it's so pleasurable. So it's got to be love. Love, however, is a whole separate um, um, entity because the love thing comes from the head, not from the gut. Mm. The gut is the natural kind of feeling of sexuality because we're sexual creatures. Now what you have to do if you're going with anybody is try to figure out what compatibility is. Are you going to be harmed in any way? Do you have the tendency to harm that person because you're jealous about something? In other words, to me, that's morality. That's mm. the difference, distinguishing between those two. And, and would you agree that our hormones uh, affect our personality oh, and, sure. and our opinions of things? Absolutely. And so... Uh, can, how do we control raging hormones? Okay. And do we need to? That's the key. Yeah. You ask good questions. Uh, That's why I keep having them back. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> no, you have to recognize that there it is. I have a little 
11-year-old grandchild. And before we started teaching her anything at all, of course, she would love to, to masturbate. And she'd sit in the chair, watch television. And so I said to her, that feels good, doesn't it? She said, yeah. I said, I know it feels good, but that's a private behavior. So they have to be taught what is appropriate and where. And that's how you learn to control. You don't have to kill people and smash mm-hmm. them up and get so furious because it relates to sexuality. Mm-hmm. It's dirty. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. It's in the education, in the home and in the schools. Interesting. All you have to do is do it. Mm-hmm. But I fell out of favor. I was, I was getting there in the mm-hmm. 80s well-received, went all over the world with all my lectures. And then we got, I hope I'm not stepping on anyone's toes, but I doubt it, we got this present administration. Mm. You mean the university administration or the country's administration? The country's uh-huh. administration. Yeah. Where it's just so influenced by the extreme right that it makes me very, very sad. Right. And now you see this general who just said that... Uh, gays are immoral. Gays are immoral. They don't know what morality is. They've never defined it. <clears throat> Who should define it? We, if we got to accept ourselves as normal human beings, and that is you accept the fact that you're very hungry, you, get, you accept the fact that you have sexual feelings and they can rage, and it doesn't matter to whom it's mm-hmm. directed. You just have those feelings. It's normal. Okay, now, in order to be moral, which means... You don't harm yourself or somebody else. We have to spell out how you do deal with it. Not hard. Mm-hmm. Not hard to do it. And you can please yourself sexually also. What is this business of, of um, uh, lambasting masturbation? Why? Mm. Because it feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and anything that and feels good. And feeling good is bad. That's correct. Can you uh, discuss a little bit about where that would fit into a relationship? If you have an intimate relationship with somebody, is there room for that? Oh, yes, why not? Mm -hmm. Because talk about variation in Mm -hmm. it. People look for different positions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They look for different people. Why? Because you get turned on by a variety of things. Why not be able to please yourself? And why do you have to always depend on a partner? Why not? Mm -hmm. Well, if that that partner knows that... if one if one person knows the other person is is involved in that, that can make them feel insecure. Like like they're not providing what. But isn't what's that about them? It's, it's, that's about I don't know. them, isn't it? I don't know. Sexuality doesn't have to depend on anyone else. You become sexual at different times. Mm-hmm. It varies, mm-hmm. so you can't try different things. See, th- that's the trouble. They think, especially a lot of men in our society who feel they grew up to have to please their partner. Mm. That's their role in life. <clears throat> Come on. But, but I always hear about women saying that... They do, too. That's why they fake orgasm. You have mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, because they have to please that guy. Not allowed to look at yourself sexually. Mm-hmm. It's so clouded over. It's such a mess. So, now, what about, like, for instance, like... Um, um, maintaining relationships, like for instance, that um, for bisexuality, I yes. mean, maintaining a relationship, and and then if you're, you know, you you can be monogamous as a bisexual, someone who's bisexual, and and be with a partner, and then uh, meet somebody different yes. of a different gender, exactly, or same gender or a different gendered partner, I guess, exactly. and still. You know, how how normal is that? I mean... It's totally normal. And what you have to do if you want to maintain a relationship within this society, you have to work it out with the partner and say, 
what would hurt you? What would hurt me? How can we work on that? Mm -hmm. And it's a real bummer because you have to get over the jealousy part because mm -hmm. we interpret somebody else as looking at someone else that they don't prefer you then. Mm. So that takes training. Mm -hmm. It takes training. But how do you deal with the competition? I mean, I may have not parts that the other person may have. Yes. You know, if my partner is bisexual and, and I don't have the same parts that he's attracted to this other woman, mm. how do I deal with that? You have to discuss what, what the extent of the sexual attraction is. Mm -hmm. Do you want to live with me because we are compatible in so many ways? Or would you like to run around and try? Yeah. You know, communication now, is really the issue. It's the really issue. such a, a it, yes. you have to have it. You, you have, have to express, to have you know, what what you want, what, yeah. you're, what, what you want out of the relationship. That's and right. and so everybody knows. And I think so many relationships uh, fall or fail yes. or have problems because people aren't being honest That's with correct. each other. That's right. correct. And or even being able to listen. Yeah. You know, I might be honest, but my partner may not yeah, be able to listen that's to right. me. That's yeah. right. Of course. Well, then they're, they're, and actually, they're not communicating if they're not listening to right. you because that's also part of communication yes, is to listen. Yes, that is. Absolutely. That's a major yeah. part of communication is listening. But, you know, we want everything to be our own. And that's going to be something to get over. How can you share and what can you share without being threatened? Absolutely. But we need to, to um, talk about that right from early childhood. Mm -hmm. Okay, what would threaten you and why? And what do we mean by living together and respecting each other and not hurting each other? I, the jealousy is incredible. Mm -hmm. and, and here I am so intelligent you know, and advanced. I have experienced tremendous jealousy, <laughs> and I'm supposed to know all this. It, yeah. So now what do I do about right. it? Uh-oh. Do you go and kill the astronaut person? Mm. <laughs> Did you hear about that, where she went? The diapers? The, what diapers? the, the yeah. diapers, yeah. Which, mean, is, which is very hopeful, so that when I become geriatric, you know, that I can get to wear diapers and still go to space, you know? Right. Sorry. It, it gives you a little hope. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry, that was Paula Ponsville. Sorry. <laughs> but you're bringing up essential uh, human behavior questions or human nature questions, and that's the thing you have to deal with. But you can't do it at least with unless you start education early on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, you want to do this? Let's see what the consequences are going to be. Do you want to take that risk? Don't you want to take that? Take that risk. Communication is what you said, and uh, but we don't teach that. Right. We don't teach that at all, and so everything's hidden. And uh, we used to grow up with those old notions about if he looks at another lady, and I can't tell you how many women have said, we went to dinner and he looked at another lady. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. I mean, I've got all kinds of questions going through my mind. I oh, mean, it's, just, it's crazy. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're listening to Closets Are For Clothes, and we're talking with Dr. Sylvia Hacker, and I just Googled her name, and it came up with both her personal website and also a link to the University of Michigan's LGBT. BTA yes. e-newsletter. Yes. So yes. just go to Google and type in in quotes Dr. Sylvia Hacker, mm -hmm. and it will come up with with both of those links. Absolutely. Yes. They can find out all the stuff I'm trying to teach, but and my name they they can remember my name because it's in the newspaper every day. Hacker. 
hacked. <laughs> <laughs> Every single day I open the paper and there's another hacker in it. Yeah. Oh, well. But you're one of a kind. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Yes, <laughs> yes. So are you. Aww. <laughs> Aww. No, everyone is. Everyone is. Oh, I thought you paid, he paid you before the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, you know, I get discouraged sometimes, especially in the last few years when I see how the tide is turning within this country. And, right. And what power suddenly that extreme right group has. Yeah. What are you talking about? But you know what? We also have greater strengths ourselves. But and that's you, true. you have an ability now. Yes. Like just comparing 10 years ago, uh, you have an ability now to educate and yes. to yes. promote and to teach um, people now more than ever and really through the benefit of the of the internet. And that's true. And how do that's we true. how do we get the, our questions if we have a question for Sylvia? Yeah, yeah. Um, how do we do that? You send it to uh, You can send it to the office of LGBT. That's right. LGBT uh-huh. office. Or you can send it to my email. So those are LGBTA at umish.edu that's or right. Hacker S. Hackers. Hackers. I used to have uh, my email address as uh, shacker at umish. Shacker. <laughs> <laughs> and hackers, H-A-C-K-E-R-S at umish.edu. Yes. And she'll take email from all over the yes, world. Yes, I will. Yes. Because we have an all over the world audience. I know. It's marvelous. Yes, exactly. So now I change it to hackers because it doesn't sound so smutty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care, but you can't believe what mail I got on. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But definitely, you provide a hope for us, though. As much oh. as you say you're hopeless, this is a great hope that you can Education ask. is the key to Absolutely. success in all areas. Yes, Absolutely. Is. And it has and to be started that's early. That's right. I always yeah. say, if you never talk about sex, you're not going to be good at it. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> that's right. And so, definitely. So, and... Wow, you messed me up on my transition. Well, but yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, And so we're going to be talking about some educational things that um, right. we have a quiz coming mm-hmm, up. So mm-hmm. we want you to get that okay. pen and paper, Do 734-763-3500. And um, we have a quiz for you. So start calling, 763-3500. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Right. Maybe just like maybe a minute, a real short one. Um, and we'll come back and... Uh, Do a little lightning trivia. Absolutely. Woo! That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> We are back. <laughs> Woohoo! We're back. And uh, all right. So, what are the rules? So, they need to call 763 uh-huh, 3500. 763 3500. And there's 10 questions. 10 Man, simple that is questions. Tough. That's a tough test. Simple questions about some um, LGBT. Q um, trivia, you know, very simple. And um, so what happens is if you call and you get them wrong, then you're out. Oh, okay, <laughs> oh, okay. Boy. But uh, so it ha- you have to get all ten right. So hopefully, you'll help out the next person. And mm-hmm. um, oh, so you, so if we get ten calls and everyone gets at least one right, we can. Then the tenth get, color yeah. is, is a is lucky, fun. lucky wow, person. Wow, goodness! That's right. And then we've got some great prizes um, for, oh. for. What are the prizes? Um, we've got some gift certificates for nights out. Oh, nice! Nights out here uh, around Ann Arbor. You get uh-huh. some grub. Mm. Um, wow! Some tickets too. So you know, we could do a, an entire show just on gay restaurant reviews. You oh, know, like right. and gay you know, the, the environment, the atmosphere at the restaurant, mm. what the servers look like. That would be good. Oh, that, that would be my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. <laughs> 
Real cute butts. Uh, <laughs> that depends what you're looking for. <laughs> That's right. What are you looking for? Exactly. Come on, give us a call. 763-3500. And uh, answer, oh, yeah. the, answer Now, the wait, what's the question. topics like? I mean, are they like well, history? Well, are they... some of them are history. Some of them... Um, How far back in history? Like we're um, not talking. Well, there's a question here about Alexander the Great. Oh, <laughs> okay, all that's, right. That's the kicker, though. That'll be like if we get a real stellar person, yeah. maybe maybe they'll wow. get that. But um, you know, there's some about biology. There's some about rainbows. Rainbow, rainbows, <laughs> rainbows, and they just have to answer these questions calling seven six three thirty five hundred. Right, right. All right, area code seven three four. If you're listening to yeah. us, uh, you know, on the somewhere else in the world. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we're in the United States, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so, but um, wow. So, how many questions do you uh, you have? Total of ten? No, I have more than ten, just in case. Yeah. All right. well, 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 give well, us an emergency question. Yeah, like what would be? Ask, okay, let's ask Dan. Um, oh my. Yeah. So. Name any one of several cartoon characters accused of influencing children, influencing children to be gay. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, so I, I, no, the one that comes up for me is my childhood. What? Snagglepuss. Oh, really? I was gonna say uh, the Smurfs. Oh yes! <laughs> or, or Bert and Ernie. Oh, okay. My so gay Bert and Ernie would have been one of them. Do you know yeah, the absolutely. other two that I have on my list? That's interesting. Um, well, the one that was accused recently uh-huh. um, of SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants, and the he other was one? just accused of that recently. And then my namesake. Some people actually call me by this name. Uh huh. Tinky Winky. Tinky Winky. That's uh, right. <laughs> Tinky Winky. How'd you? Yes, I uh, oh. showed up at an event as Tinky Winky. So, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another easy one. How about name all four characters of Will and Grace? Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. okay, I can name two. I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Will like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jack and Karen, but I can't remember the other two. <laughs> so oh. Jack and Karen, Will and Grace, right? Seven six three thirty five hundred. Come and come, call and answer the question. Absolutely. Here. I'm I mean, sorry, I'm not home. We're I running out of time. Hurry! <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay, so the now familiar rainbow flag was first designed by Gilbert Baker in seventy eight mm. in San Francisco. Yeah. Seventy eight. Now, why in '78? I don't know, but but how many how many colors does the flag now have? Now have uh-huh. or used to have? Now, I'm gonna say seven. Really? Yeah. Well, that would be the Roy G. Biv. Yeah. You know, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, yeah. indigo, and violet. I've got a rainbow flag in my car. It's in the shape of a musical symbol, like a like oh. a like a. A cliff. Yeah. I uh, know we're not singing again what? this year, this week. Oh, no, come this on, week we're not Dan. singing. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> Gabe and I are just gonna break out in song one of these days. <laughs> and you're just gonna have to sing along harmony or something. How many colors? How many colors? I said seven. What do you say, Dan? I'm thinking it's only five. The answer is six. Six oh! red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Oh. And it used to actually be eight. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They actually had pink in there at oh. one time. And, and then they also had black at one time. Oh, and black. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are, are uh, puzzled about indigo. They don't know what the yeah. heck that is. Right, right. Isn't that like it's some type like of musical girls, group? Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a coworker once saw my uh, flag on my car and he asked if it was a factory installed option. He didn't know. <gasps> <Wow. laughs> I said, yeah, yeah. It's it like is. All mercury. Yeah, they'll do that for you. See, that was funny because a friend of mine 
mine had like a like an ally or a straight friend with him, and like he's she's known him for like 10, 15 years, yeah. and he's always had the rainbow flag on the back of his car. And one day, we were talking about sometime something about rainbows, and it hit her. And she's like, you mean that's not like kind of an international flag or something? <laughs> All these years, it's international. The straight community, the straight community doesn't really know what it is, what it yeah. means. That's really true. Yeah, that's unless true. unless they're sort of savvy and savvy, in yeah. touch mm-hmm. with. And what's you going know on. what I always say is like, like when you have one up and you show you want to support people, like not everyone's gonna know what it is, but the people who need to know. Absolutely. Yeah. And it doesn't. That's it, true. It doesn't even mean necessarily that you're gay. It just no. means that you appreciate allies, diversity. Absolutely. You're diversity. an ally. You like yeah. rainbows, whatever. Yeah. Yes. So okay. Care Another one. Okay. Right. <laughs> Name any two of the countries that currently allow same sex marriages. Mm-hmm. The United States is not one of them. <laughs> Some states, Ma- though. Massachusetts. <laughs> no. <any of> the-, <laughs> uh, the Netherlands. Yes. Uh huh. What else? One other. Well, one that's close, I think, is England. Close. Canada. Canada, correct. Canada. There you <laughs> go. Netherlands. Canada. I got it. And, <laughs> and the other ones are Belgium, yes. Spain, and South Africa. So yes. now, England, good for them. England doesn't have one. I mean, uh, what did Elton John so. just do? No. Oh, you know what? That's true. Elton oh, John did. My rock. list is incomplete. <laughs> Who knows? For shame. Yeah, good sure. thing we were testing these out for you. I know, right? So why is the United States of America behind? Why are they yeah. not on top of the world? Hello. You know, we're officially less progressive than the country that had a We are, uh, yeah. <laughs> we used to be progressive, you know? Mm-hmm. When, Absolutely. We, when our country started, we were very progressive. We were amazing. Absolutely. Let's bring it back, people. We'll bring yes. it back. That's right. And we hope to bring you back next week. Um, for Closets are for Clothes here at WCBN-FM um, 88.3. And we're on every night at 6 to 7. So we want to thank our special guests, Dr. Sylvia and co-host Thank you Dave. for inviting me. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Here. Absolutely. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, great. Good. We'll have you back. Okay. Have do. a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbnclosets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their license sees the regions of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhage, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else. Wrap your troubles and dreams. Take four. Castles may tumble, that's made after all. Life's really funny that way. Sang the wrong melody, we'll play it back. See what it sounds like, hey, hey. They cut out eight bars, the dirty bastard. I didn't know which eight bars he was gonna cut. Why don't somebody tell me these things around here?
Christ, I'm going off my 